What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the final Checkpoint Podcast. This is episode number 84 on this very chill, relaxing Sunday. Why is it relaxing? I don't know. I think I'm just a bit tired, so I just decided to intro it this way because, you know, we're just on this magic carpet right together now. I'm holding you all hostage. You're with me. It's a whole new world with you, Joel. It's a whole new world, including my lovely co-host, we, Ben yeah, Running. Yeah. Ben, how's it we going? really, really fucked up the intro, but you know. Nah, no, we're good. We're good. good. We're just keep I'll rolling. I'll keep going. Like Limp Biscuit, we're going to keep rolling. Oh, come rolling. on. Uh, <laughs> what year is it? Yeah, what year is it? Remember Limp Biscuit? Of course you don't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Of course you don't. Why would you? Remember Hyperscape? I mean, I could probably tell you more about Hyperscape <laughs> than Limp Biscuit, but oh, that might just be because it's more recent. I was never into them. I wasn't against them. I mean, was anybody really into Limp Biscuit, or did we just like some of the songs at the time, and now people are like doing that thing where they pretend they don't like the songs? The same, like they're doing it the same way they did Nickelback, because there's a couple Nickelback songs that I did like. Uh. Uh, sure. I think I remember the logo for Limp Biscuit more than I remember, or maybe I'm thinking like Slipknot. <laughs> that might be the Slipknot logo. Okay. That's I was a, not into that music. Choice, I guess. So it was a little too like, let's just yell and vaguely rap while guitars play for me. Uh, which I'm not against. Makes sense. Makes sense. But this yeah, was just yeah. very, very aggro. <laughs> For no reason. Hmm. Hmm. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. So Ben, yes. how was how was your week? How did it, it go? Good. This is uh my first week after I got promoted. All right. Um, so I'm the and they fired. The lead, I know. That's so why I've been fired. <laughs> um, I'm the shift lead or whatever for the overnight um thingamajig. And cool. it's good. It was, it was basically what I expected. I've done, I filled in when people were out before anyway, so it's not like I was surprised at what I was doing, really. Yeah. Um, but it's nice. You're not like, you're not like walking in there like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, it, it was one of those things like, go in on Monday, you're going to get trained. And I was trained for maybe 30 minutes. Like, okay, goodbye. All right, cool. <laughs> so, <laughs> Job You know done. what to All right, do. Easy. Just get out of here. So, so that's interesting and a fun kind of transition to see dealing with different management because we had a, a management shuffle like two months ago also and oh, okay dealing with that and just kind of how she is and how she runs things since i've never had to mm-hmm. officially been a the shift lead um that's fun i really i like it it's nice it's a really good change of pace from uh what i was doing yeah, that's good. Cool. Tell me about yeah. your weird vacation to whoever the hell you went to. Yeah, so it feels like I was gone a lot longer than I actually was. I was only gone from Wednesday to Saturday, but I feel like I've been gone for like months. I don't know mm-hmm. why. Like I came back, I'm like, I don't know how to do anything <laughs> over here. Like being away, like it's 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 a true sign of addiction to your electronics when, like, I get back and I feel like. I haven't seen my computer in so long. I'm like, how do I turn it on? Like, what is <laughs> it's this? This weird, this weird fogginess. Um, 
and I was like in Texas, which isn't, it's in the same time zone that I'm in now. So it's not no, like it's I not. went across the country, really. It is for me. No. It is. So the part I went to is this. Oh, there's the mountain time, time in Texas? Yeah. Really? Hmm. Yeah. So I went to El Paso. Oh. El Dang, El Dang Durango. Um, El <laughs> I went to just go visit some family out there. My parents were there, so I saw them too. It was pretty cool. It's nice to see. I mean, some of these people I haven't seen in over 20 years. Oh, wow. So, like, all my little cousins are all, like, grown up and adults <laughs> and have their own lives. Um, so it was cool to see. Um, yeah, it's, you know, the unfortunate thing is the flight back. I had my Switch ready. I was like, oh, I'm going to get four hours of playing the Switch on this plane ride. It's going to be great. Switch is dead. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I must have left it in sleep mode or something. Like, huh. with the game on when I first flew. So the whole time I was in Texas, it was just dying because I never even checked on it. It should last, but yeah, that's possible. It, yeah, there must have been a game running. Like, I must have left it in like sleep mode or something with the game on it. I just didn't think it would, you know. I should have checked it before the night before. Sad. I wasn't prepared. Yeah. Wasn't prepared. Yeah. And uh house the house uh remodeling stuff continues, you know. We uh discovered that there's a leak in the ceiling. Because whoever worked on our last plumbing and set the tub in and everything, I think they fucked something up. And so um I was downstairs cleaning out just like I think I was just switching out laundry and noticed there's a big old puddle of water on the floor and I'm like that's, That's not, not good. That should be. <laughs> <laughs> and I look up and there's like a small, there's like a drip coming out of the oh, ceiling. Man. And I was just like, oh, come on. And um, that's in one of the bathrooms you haven't remodeled yet? or That's in the, that's in the, my kid's bathroom that we just finished. Oh. So they set the tub. They did everything. We, once they did all that, we did the tile and mm. we installed like, the only thing we installed was the toilet, which it's not leaking right there because the toilet goes through a different right. pipe um, or drain, I guess. This was definitely their work on the Yeah, because that was the only thing that they touched. <laughs> the only thing they touched, and it's directly right underneath Jeez. it. And so I know, it, I know it's them. So we're going to call them tomorrow and uh, chew some ass. You Good. Know? Yeah, love, chew some ass. love ah. that chew. God. Plumbing and plumbers suck, including Mario. Yeah, that's fair. Good thing he's dead, though. We have to deal with him. Did he not? He didn't come back on Easter? No, that was Jesus. Okay. Well, Jesus, you better not be a plumber. He was a carpenter. No, he's like, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. Yeah, that worked out perfectly. close. Okay, cool, cool. They didn't have a lot of indoor plumbing 2,000 years ago. I guess that's true. Yeah, that's true. That was the cool, let's cool. shit in a bucket and throw it in the street era, I think. So Yeah. So I did want to bring up something else for my trip that um, I was kind of excited for going to Texas. You know, I'm kind of like, there's got to be one of these food places that I just like need to go to, right? Okay. And Whataburger was the one that I wanted that like was on the list. I, I made a tier list the other day, actually right before we left. And uh, right before I left, and did you just yeah, I just hit myself on the thing. That's why I needed <laughs> uh, to move it. Oh jeez, uh, yeah, probably. So I made a tier list. I left Whataburger off because I hadn't ever been there. And I went and I got a burger, which, you know, like 
it's a fast food burger, but it's not like it doesn't taste like a regular fast food burger because of the type of buns right. that they use, and it's like freshly cut veggies. So it's not you're not getting like this slimy tomato or like old lettuce. Like you're getting fresh ingredients, which I thought was cool. But the rest of the burger wasn't super impressive. <laughs> um, we went back and got these. I don't even remember what it's called. It's like a barbecue chicken. I'm going to call it just a chicken sandwich because that's, it came on two pieces of bread and not buns. And it was three chicken strips with like, I think it was Monterey Jack on it and barbecue sauce. That was better than the burger. Mm. And their fries are decent. That's about all I had there. But it was cool to experience it. I think it's way overhyped. I oh, think sure. people from Texas are, you know, like I know Andy Cortez on Kind of Funny talks about it. I don't know if he says it's good or not, but I know it's like they talk about it a lot. And like, I, feel like, I feel like people overhype it a lot. And yeah. Whataburger, I mean, I'd rather go to McDonald's, to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's. If I'm looking for a good burger. Okay. Want to try that chicken thing again? Mm, maybe. Sure. McDonald's, you don't really go to McDonald's maybe. for chicken. <laughs> and, and, and unless you're. Uh, you go for spicy unless nuts. Unless you're young, you like the McDonald's chicken. Yeah, yeah. Although their new chicken sandwich isn't bad either. The mm, new one okay. that they made that is almost, almost uh, in like impossible to get on their app. <laughs> this By, is it's just some luck of the draw. This is just turning into it. Yelp reviews for various fast food chains. <laughs> it yeah. might, yeah, yeah. I might have to do another tier list. I had a good time doing that. Anyways, <sighs> anything no, else, Ben? What what the hell are we doing today? I don't know. <laughs> don't know. I do know that you can find this podcast, new episodes, old episodes, on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, Google Podcasts, and at thegamefanatics.com. You can also find video versions of this podcast on youtube.com slash loadlastcheckpoint. And you can also watch it live every, I guess, Sundays, because this second Sunday that we've done it, <laughs> we were going to try to move to Saturdays, but I think that'll happen eventually. Sure. Anyways... 8 p.m. Pacific time, um, twitch.tv slash the less checkpoint. We're also uh, trying to hit a follower goal there of 130. We are at 125, a uh, huge kind of a, just a huge bump from the Gaming Morning Show community. So I want to say thank you yeah. to them. Uh, make sure you guys listen to their show Monday through Friday. I believe it's 6 to 9 a.m. And that's yeah. 6 Pacific time. Um, yeah. Great, great community. I've uh, enjoyed just kind of meeting the people there and hanging out with them in chat. And I've so many weird, random things that we talk about because Gaming Morning Show will always have a theme for their episode. Like the other day was like a national, I think, pancake day, mm-hmm. which is kind of perfect. So, because I like pancakes. Anyways, we had Mike on last episode. He was a fun guy to get to know. I really enjoy him. He's just really like sarcastic and funny yeah <laughs> so make sure you listen to that episode it's episode 83 and yeah if we hit that follower goal we're five follows away you're gonna get yourself some drunk dark souls and boy am i ready because i'm starting to drink <laughs> I, I just getting started geared up for this <laughs> i'm starting today no i didn't start today um but like now that it's getting hot and everything like that it's usually when i do break out the beers and start drinking so i feel like drinking makes me hot um, I mean, it can yeah. definitely can. Yeah. But, uh, I'm excited for that, man. I'm, uh, I'm I can't wait to give you my update on dark souls. Cause I did play some dark Ooh, souls today. Okay. Okay. Um, 
<clears throat> but yeah, I will wait to tell you about that. Anyways, I think that's it. I think that's it for the rigmarole. I don't think we have anything else no, on there's there. Nothing going on. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, Ben, why don't you intro us into the news section here? Okay. We, do we like patch notes? Do we like calling the news patch notes? I like it, but I don't love it. I was always think I was thinking of like Ben's news discharge or something. No, like that, that sounds sticky. So okay. let's let's not let's not do that. <laughs> um, that's not the show for this. Maybe a different show can be the discharge. The after dark. The after like dark that. version of the show. Uh, Ben's news corner has uh, six pieces of news on it today. <laughs> Ben's newsstand. What if we did something like okay. a newsstand? I don't know. Ben and Jerry's newsstand. Uh, <laughs> and ice cream emporium. And ice cream. So oh, ice cream. Uh, the biggest piece of news we'll start with, which is the Sony article from Jason Schreier over on Bloomberg. Oh, the Bloomberg, Bloomberg, uh, which I wanted to get the title of, which I'm pulling up now. Sony's obsession. Ow, I hit the fucking thing again uh, with blockbusters is stirring unrest within PlayStation Empire. Uh, And we got a lot of interesting little details. Did you read this article? I did not. I just kind of read what people were reacting to and just a few points that I got out of it. Um, But I have yet to read it. I do want to read it. Okay. Sounds interesting. It's a good, easy read. Um, I think kind of funny games daily did a good job kind of breaking it down. Blessing basically read most of the article anyway. And then they discussed as they went along with it, um, which I worked pretty well. I think Uh, the big takeaways is there is this team that I had never heard of. Um, Let me get the name of it. Uh, it, It's kind of not even officially acknowledged called Sony Corp's visual arts service group. Uh, Why does it sound like they walk around and do surveys? Oh, at the mall, like with a yeah, like at the mall, or like like they visit your house and ask if you have a PlayStation, and then they leave. (laughs) And they leave, like the Nelson (laughs) group. Or (laughs) no, no one, no one here has a PS Five. Next house, and no one anywhere has a PS (laughs) Five. But this this group um, would finish, like polish up, help polish up games when they're close to release. Um, okay. And it's from the sounds of it, it's a large team, a pretty large team that basically just comes in at the end to polish something up that last little bit to get it ready for release. Um, they were given a task or a, a set of them split off and they were going to remake Uncharted 1 for PS5. But okay. then they're like, well, this is going to take a lot because you basically have to redo the entire game. It's so old. It's so outdated. They looked at instead remaking The Last of Us 1. Uh, and then a bunch of other shit happened because there was the turnover with uh, Sean Layden and then Herman mm-hmm. Holst coming in from Gorilla. That kind of got shut down if they made more or less of a, not necessarily a prototype, but just like a proof of concept of it. And he, Hellman got in there and he's like, nah, we're going to make... Kills we're gonna on. make you're gonna make <laughs> kills on. Uh, flush this hit down the toilet and work on kills yeah. on, please. <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to, to to sum this up. Some of these details might not be 100 percent right because it is a little 
complicated and weird. Um, and the time, the yeah. way the article's written isn't necessarily chronological in certain respects. So I feel like, oh, okay. oh that was that detail. It's weird. Um, then, well, hold on, what happened? Naughty Dog was brought on. So essentially, Naughty Dog is working on the remake of Last of Us 1 right now uh, instead of this group. Okay. And there was a lot of uh, discomfort within that group that they were, like, happy to be making something of their own instead of just finishing things. And then now that got taken away from them. There was also Sony Bend, who did Days Gone, who pitched Days Gone 2, and that was denied. And they started working and helping along with this new um, Uncharted game. And then that got taken. Oh, like a. Yeah, that got taken away. Brand from new them. one? And then. So now they're working on something their own. But it's just this kind of story of Sony being really hung up on making the biggest blockbuster games and really worshiping Naughty Dog. Obviously, since everything yeah. in this is, is Naughty Dog. Um, and to me, it just sounds like a Sony that is losing touch with what made PlayStation great. Uh, and I, I don't know. How do you feel about a lot of this? Because there's a lot in here. But at yeah. the end of the day, there isn't a lot in here in terms of actual tangible things. It's more of just uh, the direction of this is interesting, this company. Yeah, I I think um, that it really sucks for Sony Bend, who... For years, years, wanted to make their own game. Finally got to make Days Gone. And yes, it wasn't as big of a hit as like, you know, all the other games coming out around it. But I think from what people were saying overall about Days Gone after like the patches and everything, it was still like a seven or an eight, you know, like right in between that area. Probably more a seven. No. Right. Which that does that. I don't feel like that should mean they don't get another chance mm-hmm. at it. Cause I think from what it, from the conversations I saw on Twitter and, and other parts of the internet, it seemed like people were kind of like, I would, I liked some of the ideas in there and I would have loved to see them improve on it. Right. So I think right away that sucks for Sony Ben. Cause now they're back to being like bitch boys. Right. Um, They're back to doing Sony's bidding and you know, they went from being able to work on their own thing to now like, well, we didn't do that good of a job. So it looks like we got to eat some eat some dirt in the meantime until we finally get another chance. Well, they, they are working on their own project now because they were taken okay. off the Uncharted. But not Days Gone 2, Not right? Days Gone Or maybe two. a well, different I mean, version of it. It could be, but... It could, they could be. But I guess their initial pitch was turned yes, down. Yes, two years ago. So maybe they needed to go and rework it and I don't know. Um, I think it... I, I mean, do we... We're already getting the Last of Us TV show. We already got Last of Us Part 2, which was great, but, like, not entirely necessary. Although, don't get me wrong, it's still one of my favorite games of all time. Like, I, I just think they need to, like, leave it alone. Like, can can we not? <laughs> like, can <laughs> just leave it the fuck alone. We don't want to get tired of it the way we did. Like, I'm already tired of seeing Spider-Man everywhere. Sure. I'm tired, like... God of one God of War that came out in 2018. I'm already tired of seeing it. I love that game. I love the soundtrack for it. But I see that fucking game everywhere on Twitter, and I'm just kind of like, can we be done? And that's fair, I think. You know, and and yeah, this could be Sony being dumb old Sony with the bad messaging that they've always kind of had, and 
except when they did get it right with like just games, games, games at E3s, you know, the the Sean Layden era. Yeah. It seems like. Um I mean this could I it's just so hard to tell right now because everything's so like it, it seems like there's so many things that are just kind of like hidden away because of the whole COVID thing and with PlayStation 5s not being able to like be purchased anywhere <laughs> easily. So it seems like just a lot of plans are getting scrapped for them. And maybe maybe this is like they have to make these shitty decisions and shitty things because like their plans went down the drain. Sure. When COVID hit. You know, that could very well be it, but I mean, Sony's been going in this direction with their messaging and with their handling of the PS5 and the way it integrates with PS4 stuff and all that shit in a really crappy way. So this is totally a believable thing that they're just like so in love with The Last of Us and Naughty Dog that they want to remake a game that came out not that long ago, technically. Eight years ago, something like that. (laughs) Yeah, plus the remaster edition that came out to PS4 and then like, like we don't need it. It's just, I mean, I, I just, uh, I don't know what they're doing, man. <laughs> I, it, it's, it's so weird. So there's a couple things with the remake. Uh, if they were to finish this around the time that the HBO show comes out, that's a really mm-hmm. nice synergy, obviously. Yeah. Um, sure. I do think The Last of Us 1 feels old um, and could use a lot of the updates to the gameplay mechanics that they added in like the jumping and the dodge roll kind of lay on the floor nonsense. Yeah. I don't know how much that would change the game or really be necessary. I mean, are you, would you then remake the entire game because none of the areas make sense in the same way? Yeah. If you're adding all that, then you have to kind of build the game to yeah, allow for that. Allow yeah. for that stuff. Uh, I do regret not mentioning this like a month ago when I thought of it, that they were going to remake this game with the second one and then package it together. God could have been, could have been so smart. And then I didn't, I didn't say anything. Yeah. (sighs) You know, like I, I can understand why they, why Capcom remade resident evil. Sure. Right. Because that's an old game. Right. And the new remake of it is fucking amazing. This Last of Us isn't old enough. I don't know <laughs> like, what their thought is. I, it really comes down to, I think it might be that HBO show. It really might be the, Maybe. let's put this out on PS5, make it look as good as the other one, have the patch ready for the PS5 version of 2, and then if people are want to do it because of that, that, that makes total sense. All this other guess, stuff, yeah, like I think true. people are getting hung up on we don't need them to do that. And fucking do whatever they want. Who cares? I, I, I mean, I'd true. be fine if they remade. Uh, here's all my hypothetical example. If every Nintendo console since the N64 had a touched up, retextured, new 3D model version of Ocarina of Time, I'd be into that. Then we'd have the GameCube mm-hmm. version that's a little better. And then the Wii version was probably worse. And then the, you know, the Switch version, which is even better. Like, it'd be cool to have a game that was just kept getting updated every five years to be more modern that's that's okay. something we've never had before and that might be something we actually want in the grand scheme of things for not every game but for some games like imagine you're playing dark souls imagine if dark souls was updated five years ago into the dark souls 3 engine and then 
this year it comes out in like the the Sekiro engine and you could see it's like so much more updated it's the same game but it's just brought into the modern era a little bit and I think that's something we should encourage just this idea of making a game it's kind of like a living uh, like a live service game or an MMO that keeps getting updated but it's for a single player uh, uh, game now yeah. is that cost effective probably not but that that's a separate thing I, I I think the the biggest thing to me with this story is just especially when you read it this idea of we're not gonna do the little weird games anymore we're only doing the big triple a naughty dog games and we've already had the discussion about are all playstation exclusives the same game where it's this third person action narrative open world shooter half the time like all those games are the same you look at even i mean we're not getting days gone too i guess but days gone to horizon to the last of us I, I I guarantee you I could show you a screenshot from Horizon that would look like Days Gone. And you're like, oh, is that Days Gone? Yeah. And then you go, oh, no, that's that's Last of Us. Oh, no, actually, that that's that's right. Like, you could easily trick someone into doing that. And even now, God of War is looped into that, where it's just the same yeah. over-the-shoulder action. And these games are great. All these games are great. But they're all the same. And it, mm-hmm. at a certain point, have they put anything out in the last five years that isn't that isn't that besides the dreams, which is an anomaly and is dying. <sighs> <laughs> That's a whole, cause they should have ported it to PC. Whole separate issue is, is dreams. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, but besides that, what, do, what do they do? And I think they've seen in recent years stuff like, what was the medieval, which is not a good game. And that remake was very well done. But that's a bad game. I don't think that performed well at all. You had uh, Concrete Genie, which I think is one of the most overrated games. People love that game. That game is 6 out of 10. Okay. On a, yeah. It's not that good. And I can't believe it got a physical release. I can't believe it even got marketing or any. Like, that's, I think, what has made Sony gun-shy for this. They need those big titles. And they've tried yeah. with these other things for years since the PS3. And they've really gotten nothing but, oh, man, I love Patapons. Like, well, Patapons sold, like, five copies. Like, no one cares enough. People care about these other titles, so they're going to make those titles. And I, I, I think the yeah. problem with that is what people are upset about. It's like, you kind of got to have both. You can't just always shoot for the moon. You, you have to have these little satellite missions to the, to the space station. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I think that's something I respected a lot of old Sony is, like, they would always have these yeah. weird-ass titles on, like, the PS3 um, that were always kind of, like, they probably didn't sell very much, but, man, was that a cool game to experience. And you just don't get that anymore now. Like, and, and I feel because now they've got um, Xbox on, you know, on their heels, just, like, yeah. we've got all this good shit over here, man. We've got that's all this good other... shit over here piece of this like, puzzle they <laughs> yeah like they're they're probably just like afraid to make a bad move but they're doing it all the time with their messaging and their marketing mm-hmm. i mean the best way for them to really talk is to fix their fucking ps5s <laughs> so that they don't work all weird when it comes to downloading a ps5 version of a ps4 game oh that's or never whatever. gonna be fixed guarantee you that's never gonna get fixed oh gosh and then uh 
the issue with like I guess their controllers have a drift issue now. Like all these weird th- like it, they they need to go back to being that gamer friendly like yeah company that was all about the games and all about you know making it easy for the consumers and now it's just like weird messaging all the time i guess like i don't really care about this last of us like they could make, remake the game i don't care. yeah you know like if it's gonna sell it's gonna sell and it's resources that aren't taken up from like a different company that should be working on like their own ip or like a title we already know they should be working on um i wish they were remaking other games like right the resistance collection or like maybe even kills fuck it remake kills and i don't give a yeah. shit like if you're gonna be working on legacy ips you know like why not dig a little deeper than fucking <laughs> than four years ago the last of us <laughs> <laughs> this is weird it makes sense though i mean they're put they're probably putting a lot of like money on the last of us on hbo oh yeah and they really want that to resonate with you know uh, a audience that's not into video games and maybe that'll hopefully bring them over and then they see oh there's a video game the last of us and it's new and it's remade <laughs> new cool. air quotes. it says remake here well whatever it's close to new, right yeah like, yeah yeah i don't know that's i i do we'll i'll go back to a point you were making with xbox with these smaller titles that sony used to do we get game pass and we get xbox buying all these places and we can get a grounded out of them or a sea of thieves yeah. or uh ori and, and like all these titles that, that are triple a or single a or whatever and uh, i think on um this podcast called married to the games which is really good um oh yeah i used to listen to those really guys. really good so chris on there had a really excellent diatribe i guess on on this very issue this week mm-hmm. that that was so good, and I encourage you to go listen to that. Uh, but it's basically what we're saying. Like, this is how, or what I will say now, this is how you lose the generation. Like, this is potentially, with every good move Microsoft is making, everything positive, everything sunshine and roses over there with Xbox News for the last four years, basically. At a certain point, the dominoes start to fall the other way. And... Sony is going to find themselves in a really bad position in two years when Bethesda games start being exclusive and all these other titles hit from Xbox Game Studios and they're over here like, well, we remade The Last of Us 1. Uh, Things could start looking really bad because they've set themselves up to look so out of touch and just focused on their own shit. They're not listening Mm -hmm. to us it seems at all and and we are the consumer base we are the people hunting for these ps5s why would i hunt for your product if you just seem so disinterested in giving me what i want um and and it it starts to be that slippery slope of oh yeah i I bought a playstation i buy my third party games on playstation yeah to oh yeah i got a playstation for uncharted and last of us and whatever but i play everything on my xbox because of game pass and and all these other things, Bethesda's there now, yeah, and then then that just shifts over, and now you're like, yeah, I turn the PlayStation on every once in a while to play Uncharted 4, whatever. And then yeah. that's how you lose. That's how you lose, that that shift of time. Xbox has been playing the long game, and the the more we get into their uh, Big Phil's <laughs> crazy takeover of Xbox, the more we see it, and that vision, and man, they are, they've been playing 4D chess up. for like seven years now almost. 
and yeah. it's about to pay off. I think in the, in the next two years we are going to see some crazy switcheroo going on. Yeah, yeah. I still I still don't think they'll sell many consoles, but I think they're going to get more and more people into Game Pass and yeah, more and more people playing in their ecosystem. And I mean, I, I feel like the games I play the most aren't really Xbox games. You know, mm-hmm. like. Maybe Outriders is the most I've played, and that's only because it was free on there, and only because it's on an Xbox, and I can't play it on my PC. Right. Only reason, really. Like other than that, there's not a whole lot that draws me there. But and it's you didn't have, an but Xbox. it's an unfamiliar. I didn't until a couple years ago, right. but all, even then, like, like the only real titles that really resonate with me that much are like Halo Two and <laughs> Gears One and Two, and it's just like I go to play those. Well, I go to play like Halo at least. I find it boring. Gears, I, I Gears I like. I to me Gears is more valuable than Halo, even though like that doesn't seem like it. Like to me, for like when you look at the legacy of their system and a title that hits and hits and hits, I always think Gears. Gears to me is the better of the two, but Halo's always gonna have the big Halo like fan base. Yeah. That, it does. I just. I mean, I, I really just want to see Infinite do something really good to impress me. To here's hoping, man. That, but here's hoping. But yeah, Xbox, man, they're killing it. Like it's 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 just crazy to to think about like how Sony was doing so well last generation, and this generation they're just like shitting. They're like they're like that person that's just so old <laughs> that they're just shitting themselves. Just so you know, old. like they're just like it's too late. He's just shitting it's himself. Too far bed. gone. Like, too far gone, Sony. Yeah. I still want Demon Souls. I will still definitely play <laughs> Demon Souls. Still play Demon Souls, yeah. 100%. That's the only reason why I want the console. Same. And for Returnal. Yeah, I'll play that. Gamefly. Gamefly. Uh, you put on there what more recent remake would you want to see from the PS3 era. Do you have an answer for that? Mine was mainly Resistance. Okay. 1, 2, and 3... Because I never got to finish three, because that's when my PS3, like the disc drive, died. Right. Just blew up. Um, it just, yeah, it just. I don't know it's what happened like, to man. it, but. But Resistance Two and Two, especially, was one of my favorite titles from the PS3 era. And three, I heard three was better, and I started playing it. And what I played of it, I was like, it's pretty good. I just <laughs> didn't get that much farther into it, unfortunately. I think I'd pick. The, see, the PS3 to me. I, I, when I think of exclusives, we already got Demon Souls, so I can't pick that. True. Uh, I think I'd go with Metal Gear Solid Four just because it's trapped on there, and I want that. Yeah. Now that's not really under their control, but that's the game. That is one of the biggest titles on there. That is from a massive franchise. You cannot play anywhere else, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. Very very true. Sucks. Okay. Actual news story two. We got some news about E3. Obviously, it's all digital. Um, More details forthcoming, but Nintendo is involved. Microsoft is involved. Sony is not involved. Um, Not surprised about there. They weren't involved the last two years anyway, or three years, or however many years. I don't really care about E3. I I do think E3 is irrelevant in the larger sense. A lot of, you'll see a lot of podcasts. This is really interesting. If you listen to a lot of podcasts from like IGN and, and the big outlets. 
you'll hear this like, oh man, I miss E3, I miss going there, da 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 da. And then if you listen to podcasts that just are like more fans or, or aren't as into the industry, they're all like, who cares? And it, it, it's such a, a funny little uh, dichotomy mm-hmm. there. And I, I think it comes down to something that people did bring up this time is the the networking and the meeting of people. And I think that's so stupid. You don't fucking need this. If you want to have a meetup between people, have a meetup. It doesn't need to be also the developers are there showing demos and having press conferences and you're meeting your friends from game developers. Like this seems like a weird thing for the show to be both to me. And it doesn't need to be that. That's like a happenstance thing. You can't say E3 is good because you get to see your friends who happen to be there. That's like saying you like Disney world because you went with your aunt and you like your aunt. Like that doesn't make any sense. So is E3 good or do you just like the people you see there? And in terms of is E3 good and do we need it? I don't know. I do like a centralized location for all these things in terms of time. Uh, so it's not 17 months like it was last year, but <laughs> I don't know about this E3. And and the ESA just doesn't, they're less with it than Sony. So. Yeah. I I think there, I think that a lot of what we're going to see there is a lot of announcements or reveals or cgi trailers with no release dates or Mm -hmm. very vague release dates because i don't think anything's coming out i think so many yeah developers are probably having to change or scale back on a lot of what they're doing to try to make it like playable on last gen because of the outlook on getting new consoles so they're probably just holding stuff back or delaying plenty of things, or maybe they're just holding off on their current projects to like wait for more people to get the new consoles. But like, I just don't feel like we're going to see a whole lot of stuff. And it's hard to already be excited about something, you know, is going to be like, nothing's coming out. Like all these announcements <laughs> they're going to have, like, like if Xbox goes like, we already know Halo Infinite's coming. We already know that Bethesda's working on these two projects that are going to take years and years to come out like Starfield and Elder Scrolls six. So nothing to look forward to there. Um, like, like it's just, it's just weird to kind of like get excited for something, you know, isn't that hopeful to really like give you anything promising to look forward to when nobody can get their hands on a console, when everything's been delayed and everything's been pushed out. So I always liked the conferences, especially when like Sony would do their kick-ass ones and i just like to see what people bring you know and it kind of sucks that sony isn't there still because that's all part of the fun is seeing their conference seeing everybody do like a like their own just uh my t- like our turn to bat our turn to bat and then right. nintendo's like here's our goofiness <laughs> here's our bat it's a banana fucking, all right yeah here's a banana that donkey kong slipped on <laughs> what a crazy man just but other than that, I don't watch any other real parts of E3 anyways, like all the developer interviews and shit, because uh, most of those guys are fucking boring to listen to. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> it's it's funny looking at E3, especially in a year where we didn't have it, how kind of self-indulgent it is. And mm-hmm. we don't, I don't know if we really need it at all. And I think a lot of people that are missing it, they don't miss E3. Like I said, they like yeah. They miss their friends. Like they miss work. doing interviews. They miss doing all that stuff. And like that is not predicated on E3. It was just a nice convenient that everyone was there. But this is a global society, and everyone is flying to this 
to LA for no fucking reason in June? Like, yeah. Uh. I wonder. I wonder how much extra just like shit E3 and conferences like that throw into people's plans, right? Like developers. A lot. They're because. I mean, when you think of the whole thing that happened with Anthem is like how they had to scramble to get some sort of like announcement together. It's like, what if they just worked? Right. Let these people work. That, that was the So they point. don't have to crunch. Yeah. Because yeah. if not, they're going to end up crunching and then we're going to get a new story about that. Mm-hmm. This is just game games journalism fueling their, yeah. their fucking train. We hate right E3, but also <laughs> we, we want it to be there so we can go. All right. Exactly. Uh, well, speaking of something you might see at E3... Deathloop got delayed, so it was going to come out in May. It actually was going to come out Bummer. in 2020. And it is delayed to September 14th. I still don't really care about this game. I just don't. There's something about it to me that I'm not... I'm not in I'm, it. I'm excited for it. I think it looks very, like, dishonored. But I like the twist that it has. Right. And the style. And the freaking song from the trailer. I mean, it's all... To me, it's all bringing me in. Whether I get excited and play it on release, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure it's only going to be on PC Game Pass, I'm sure, so I'll play it there, I guess. But Yeah. So then I can play it on PS5, I can't find. Yeah. My, or for a picture of my PS5, I'll play it Or on. my se- or $70 game. Like That also doesn't seem like a $70 game to me for some reason. Just, I don't know. Neither does Ratchet, though, so... That's true. $70 is a lot of money <laughs> for these games. It, you know, it, it it seems like, to me, like $60 for a game is still like kind of like, oh, do I really yeah, want to do that? Yeah, that was and a then, lot. <laughs> that it, It's it's a lot for like a game that you're not 100% sure right. you're going to love, right? There's a few games that I've purchased full price, knowing well, like, I'm going to play the shit out of this. But then you have those games, you're just like, I'm not sure if this is worth 60 or 70 and eventually 80. Right. Right. Eh, yeah. We'll see. Uh, the news item four is just a little update. Since we did, I kept forgetting to actually talk about this. Um, on the Hogwarts Legacy issue that we talked about about a month ago now. Uh, yeah. With the not, not lead designers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the creative, did they was, ever correct that? The creative director or whatever. I guess I should find the actual uh, <laughs> the actual uh, name of the thing <clears throat> person. Anyway, uh, just a little update because I did. We were talking about that when it was kind of breaking, and yeah, there have been no updates on any of the articles that on <laughs> Kotaku or Polygon or any of these things. There is one. Uh, I know I've seen at least one outlet correct it, but I don't think the other ones give a shit. It seems uh, here you like go. IGN. Uh, the Good only IGN. the only uh, website I looked up Gamespot, IGN, Kotaku, and Polygon. No, the big I, I would consider the big ones, right? You know, that's the IGN's the only one that uh, that updated. Good for you, IGN. That's why I always go to them for my wiki guides uh-huh. and stuff. I'm sure that's the same, the same team. They left the original... Uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> he's a senior producer. That's, the, that's the what I was trying to find. Uh, mm. 
Yeah. So that that's nice. Then the problem with this is what I brought up back at the time is in in a year when this game's closer to release and we get a cool new trailer and people are like, "Oh, that Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, wasn't there something was there some controversy?" And they look it up and they're going to find all these wrong articles because no one updated fucking anything. And that like you call yourself journalists? Come on, man. That update your IGN did it. Everyone makes fun of IGN. <laughs> but it turns out Which is crazy. They're the best. I love IGN. Turns out they're the best. They actually updated their article. They updated the headline. They updated the, the strap line. Like they actually did it. That and for everything that Polygon does and Kotaku with their constant just nonsense sometimes. Update <laughs> your fucking articles, man. Like you can't just yeah. leave Fat, like factually wrong <laughs> information out there forever. And that's that's my problem with this. I could care less about this game, <laughs> really. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I they know. probably don't care. Like, it's not getting clicks anymore. They're not going to go. No, back it's just it's shit. just the idea that that's a bad precedent <laughs> to have. Oh yeah, for, for any sure. for any article for anything you can't just have things that are wrong forever because like i said in five years if you go back and look at this up you're not gonna know that this is wrong that this didn't even happen the way it's being broken down and that's how a bunch of misinformation just persists forever because a lot of people only read the headline and they just move on so you gotta you gotta fix your shit you gotta fix your shit. That's what I'm saying. True. True. Update your articles when you're wrong and don't act like you're holier than thou on Twitter all the time, not naming names. But it's one of the one of the three I mentioned. Um, Name them. <laughs> just kidding. Let's go talk. <laughs> um, okay, there we go. And Polygon probably too. Um, and I like them, but like, fucking do your job. Like, if I was my article. And that came out, I would update it because it's like, oh, this is wrong now. Don't you have any integrity? Yeah. Update your fucking article. It's ridiculous. Get them. I'm going to add them on Twitter. That's what I'll do. There you go. Uh, let's do the rumor first. What? Where did you see this rumor? What's going on? So, um, oh, God. Now I got to find the source. Oh, my God. It doesn't matter. So, anyways. Oh, you know who brought it up? Um, Maddie... Maddie plays and um, Dustin from okay. Sacred Symbols, like those guys. So they were talking about how there was a rumor about Persona Five Royale coming, or Royal, whatever, coming to Xbox, PC, and Game Pass. Um, they also talked about the possibility of a Bloodborne update. So this person that that is tweeting these, um, mm-hmm was correct about a few things already so they're kind of like watching okay his tweets and they're kind of like i mean he's been right about a lot of the things that he's leaked or at least tweeted about um <laughs> like he was the original guy that tweeted about what's it called um kingdom hearts coming to epic game store and the neo collection when it was initially a rumor so they're saying he's a believable reliable source essentially for leaks like this or rumors so I just thought it was interesting that Persona 5, a former, you know, exclusive to Sony, 
would be coming to PC and then not only that to Game Pass. Um, supposedly it would on release of the PC version, it would be coming to Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. Hmm. Which is, I mean, I could kind of see it happening with the fact that Persona 4 Golden made it to Steam. Right. It's a possibility. Interesting. It's just, yeah. It's, uh, it'd be cool. I, I think it'd be great to see that game get more. No. I don't know. Do we want it to get more fandom? Because some of those guys are kind of obnoxious. No. But... I do want to play it eventually one day. And I've bought it twice now at this point because I bought the original and I have Royal. And I don't know if I ever will. I don't, I don't know. Oh, you have Royal? You bought it? Yeah, it was on sale a while back. So I got it. Um... So I, I'm like really tempted to buy Strikers. Right. I listened to the, um, I think it was, oh God, someone's uh, GameSpot's? I think it was GameSpot's uh, spoiler cast. So you watched the spoiler cast for it. Well, they didn't spoil like, they didn't go over like story moments. They just talked about the game. And like, I felt like even if they were to say something, I'd forget it anyways. Okay. But everything they talked about the game, like, my God, this makes me want to buy it. (laughs) like everything they said because it even though it is a muso it doesn't play like dynasty warriors or even like the the legend is all the one like it just plays so differently because of they they worked with atlas to make it more rpg ish so it just plays really different and uh yeah i don't know i think it'd be cool i've been tempted and i think i'd if anything i'd get it on switch over pc just so i can put more hours into it I don't know if I want it on PC, just because it seems like a the Switch or like on a quick resume thing on the Xbox seems like the best case scenario for this game, where I can yeah. pop back in real quick and bounce. But turning on my PC, it's plugged into my TV. I gotta sit down. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I don't think I'd ever be ready to give Persona Five another playthrough. Just too long. Did you see uh, Jonathan Norbush? And uh, is it Tom Marks, right? Are doing a, a Persona 5 show, podcast. So they'll do, they'll oh, play geez. the week. And then that's that week's podcast. You know what I mean? Like, so it started this week. Uh, like, this is oh, the first really? week in the game. So this, the first podcast is the first week of the game. They play through that and then they stop and then they play through the next week and that's next week's. So if I ever do, I'd listen to that because that'd be kind of interesting. Um, yeah. And it did make me consider it but i just don't i i don't know maybe maybe i still will but (sighs) it's a commitment it's a commitment yeah that that's quite a commitment oh my gosh we'll see i mean it sounds pretty cool though it's a good idea i might i might might listen a couple uh episodes once they have them up just to like see what it's like right yeah it's a good idea and maybe yeah. it'll help me help me do it because I've been thinking about playing it like on a Saturday. Like I'm just gonna every Saturday I'm gonna play it for four hours or something, right? And just do yeah. that every week until I beat it in like a year. Um, but I, it's a good game. I just it's too long, way too it's fucking too long, long for me at this moment in life. It's but too it's long not, for no, me. No, see, it's not I that it's too it. long. It's that that it takes too long to do anything like it, it the problem isn't that the game's 150 hours 
like if if you had because Diablo 2 could be 150 hours and you'd love every second of it but that doesn't like what you're doing in Persona is so belabored it takes so yeah. long to get there and there's so much padding of nonsense that's why it's so long so if you trimmed the fat out of it and made like a 60 hour game guarantee that's a better game Guaranteed. but all the nonsense is, is the fun part no get no to do the, the nonsense i'm the talking hanging about. out with friends no that's uh, not the nonsense <laughs> oh what are you talking the about, nonsense man? is having uh what's his name ryuji bicker to himself for five minutes every oh, every yeah, hour yeah. it's like i don't need that Just, i think you can speed through a lot of that stuff, but though. you put it in the fucking game so it should be oh, yeah, good yeah. and not garbage i agree games to me games are too long and that's just because of the amount like i don't have a problem with a 120 hour game the problem is how long it takes me to get those 120 hours currently Mm -hmm. is too long Mm -hmm. so i have to be careful what i choose to play right right right, now because there's just not not a whole lot that gets uh although now's a good time since there's nothing coming out even with that, I wish like I wish I had more time. Sure. All and I wish it. I was I wish I was so busy doing like important stuff, but but you're not. I'm not. No. I'm taking care of a dog. I'm doing right. baseball stuff, which is fun. I do find that very fun. But uh, yeah. All right. Final piece of news isn't news, but <laughs> it's the part of the show where we talk about TV shows and things. Yeah, uh, I can't think of any. Oh, Mortal Kombat's next week, so I'm gonna watch that. I think it's next week, or the week I after. Did watch uh, the week after. I watched Godzilla versus King Kong, which I know you watched. Did we talk about that? We didn't. I hadn't seen. Oh, it yet. okay, okay. So it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. I really like. I was like <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, what is what is this? What city is this that's just being destroyed? Hong Kong. It looks like the inside of someone's computer. It does. And yeah, I mean, I didn't get the whole, like the daughter's part in it. What the fuck was the point of that? With the weird podcasting guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. And the friend who I think is the villain or the evil kid from Deadpool two. Oh, that's right. The fire hands. Is that? So that guy, that guy was funny, but tap water. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tap water. <laughs> There's just, I don't know. I like, I mean, the movie was okay. I, I like, I was really ho- like, this is a matchup. I've been like wanting to see since I was a kid when I used to watch the old Godzilla mm-hmm, movies mm-hmm. and the one King Kong movie I had seen at that time where he looked so shitty. Yeah. And I feel like it just didn't live up to the long, like long awaited matchup for me. Okay. But it looked good. Like I thought visually it looked great i just think the fight was kind of lame the fight the fight was lesser than i would have liked although there were many moments i really enjoyed in it um i think there's a few good ones people brought this up like the scale of it i think they could have pitched the camera down and had it be more of a man on the street camera angle for some of it that would have been really cool Uh, because it was just kind of almost like power rangers where they're just people standing in in the street like oh this yeah, the scale is all weird. Um, I don't get why. Like, like to me, and this is something that happens in like Power Rangers and other things. Like, be just because they're giant, everything's slow. Like, it seems so 
laborious to like have to huh. punch somebody. Like it's this giant, and I'm just the whole time I'm just like tired. I'm like this is exhausting it's to watch. This poor man, stop punching. I think that's kind of cool. Although I do wonder if that's even real. <laughs> like if you were 700 stories tall, would you punch slow or not? Yeah, wouldn't you punch just as fast, if not faster, because of the amount of force and velocity you have? I think maybe the weight would weigh you down, though. So I'd imagine... Oh, gravity, maybe? Yeah, gravity. I don't know. I liked Mm. the movie a lot in terms of what I wanted from it, which was just a dumb Godzilla versus Kong thing. Um, I think this was the best implementation of people in in these films because that's kind of the critique of like there's too much of the humans i liked everybody else i just didn't like the that whole part with like the daughter and the pot like didn't seem as important to the rest of the movie as the people that were trying to handle kong sure i i yeah (laughs) yeah I liked it. My poor dad was always stressed out. I felt bad. He's for very him. stressed. Like, man, yeah, this, he's very this poor man. He's very stressed. He's in like two scenes. He doesn't need to be in the movie at all. Uh, I know. Yeah, it's weird. You forget he's in the movie because he disappears for an hour. Uh, he's the most forgettable actor too in the world. He just looks like, in, like a so dude. many things, and you just look at him. You're like, what else? Were he you looks kind of like Nathan like, so Drake. Things. Kind of. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, kind of. He always looks like like the sun's in his eye. Yeah, he does. It's like oh, something <laughs> in the. <laughs> i liked it though i think it's very 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 watchable it's a fun just turn off your brain and and yeah it was good i enjoyed i'd it. watch it again i'd watch it again it was an it was enough entertainment right. where i'd watch it again i just like i don't know and it was fast like, enough to where holds, it's not like a two and a half hour movie of this it's sub two hours it was very quick very much like oh we're doing dumb garbage okay and then it's over yeah it's nice um are you i'm not caught up with invincible i haven't watched the newest episode um i think i'm on episode four because i just started watching so i watched the first episode like last weekend and then i watched two through i think maybe i finished four four is the one that i don't remember okay i might i might be either on that one or just finished it pretty sure but I'm really liking it. I think it's like oh, you yeah. don't ex- like at first I'm kind of oh, it's just like a, you know, comic book cartoon. And then like the more you get into it, the more you realize like, well, you know, it's very graphic. There's a lot of like bad language. And then I'm like, damn, the story's getting really good. Like what's going on? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Something interesting. So the, the fourth one is the one where they go to space. Okay. So I did watch that one. Okay. Yeah. Where they go to Mars. Right. And it comes back. I was being vague in case you didn't know they went to Mars. Um, okay. Yeah, I like it a lot. I think the show's great. I mean, I'm going to, after this podcast, I'm watching the fifth episode. Um, yeah. I'm so I started reading the comic. Oh. Um, and I'm like 12 issues in. And I think the next episode is the issue I just read. It's like a pivotal uh, moment with it. Um, Interesting. I got to say, though, I, I saw it coming. There's a throwaway line of dialogue in the show yeah. in episode two, I think. That I was like, oh, that's what's going on. And that's what ended up going on in the comic. Like, okay, cool. That's what we're leading to. That I'm not super happy about. Also, comics suck. Gotta tell you. Comic books are not very good. Uh, the show is so much better than this comic. So much yeah, better. I, I've, always, I've always had a hard time reading through comic books. Like, manga, for some reason, I can read Same. easier than 
than comic books. I don't know why. That's so weird. I don't know why. Like, I agree 100% though. I think they just do it better. Even the action scenes, like it's just better. I agree. I 100% agree. And the art stuff. Yeah, manga's better. <laughs> manga's better than comics. I feel like comics get caught up yeah. in like the inking and all this other bullshit. I'm like, just tell a good story. Comics are so beholden to the delivery mechanism of 16 pages or whatever it is. And they just feel like they have to have a beginning, middle, and end a lot of times. Mm. And it ends up making your story really dumb when you have to have plot lines appear for two pages, get resolved two pages later, and then like pick up again. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yeah. The comic's cool. Uh, I probably will keep reading it, especially if, it, if there's like another twist. And I know it, there's like 100 issues after this. So the fact that we're at this point of that quote unquote twist now. And there's, you know, not even 10% through it. That's exciting because where does it go from there? But the comics kind of suck. I don't, I don't know. And I find like writing in it too very dumb in the comic, yeah. especially. Like, hmm. I'll have to check out a few issues and see how I feel. Uh, yeah, I, I think, dude, the show does it so much better. And I think if I hadn't, yeah. if I hadn't watched the show and I just tried to read it, I wouldn't even have gotten to that episode one twist. Like, I wouldn't even gotten that far. It's like an yeah. issue six or something. I wouldn't even got there. No, it's you need to have that base of like, oh, this is actually interesting to then read the comic and go, okay, now I can care because yeah. it's dumb. It's it's kind of dumb, unfortunately. Um, not bad. And if you like comics, I'm sure you love it because you're dumb and you like like to chew gum off the bottom of tables and whatever the fuck you do. I don't know what you people do. Don't you don't have good taste? That's for sure. <laughs> oh god comics are garbage the only good comic is Watchmen. that's it everything else is trash throw it away poor ben there you go comics comics suck did you ever, i tried to read saga got an issue got one issue and i'm like i don't need this and no. everyone loves it i never was really deep into reading comic books the only time i got into reading it was during the marvel civil war era oh yeah the mutant registration thing and that's then I was done. Then I was like, I don't need to read ever again. I'm done with reading. I, my I'm big issue with, with comics is I would love to read a book, like a Spider-Man book. That'd be really cool. Do those exist? Oh, yeah. I don't think so. Um, Maybe for, maybe like, like, kids. Like graphic novels now. But that that's like... not, no. I want to read a book, or like, or, like, Batman solving a crime that the Joker's doing in a book with fucking words and not just nonsense every you five want, pages. You don't want pictures. Ugh. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah, I'm done. done. I'm done yelling about comics. Okay. Cool. And that's the news also. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Wrap it up. Uh-huh. Shall we go over our Outriders update? Yeah. All right, we're going to go into games we played, everybody, so prepare your loins. You're going to hear about some great games. Um, actually, don't. I think I'm level 11 on Outriders, which might be the last place I left off before okay. our last episode, but I am enjoying it. I Good. think it's really fun to play. I think the story's stupid. Oh, what, was your class? what was your class? About it. Sorry. I'm playing as a trickster, Okay. which I do really love. I love the uh, different abilities I'm getting. I've got one now where I like spin around like a crazy person yeah. and I'm just like going like at one, like uh he spins around like the Ninja Turtles from the game. Yes. From Turtles in Time. 
And so I just kind of move myself towards enemies and I'm killing them. That part's fun. <laughs> um, the teleportability I'm using because it adds an, a shield buff and then I hit them with the sword, which disintegrates them. Right, so right. all in all, pretty cool. I think that uh, I still, like, I tried to listen to some of the story and I just, I was like, I don't care. Like, I have more fun playing the game and turning my brain off than I do thinking of trying to figure out what the story is and if I do want to care about it. That's fair. The characters, like, some of the characters I've met, in, like, throughout the missions, I'm kind of like, okay, <laughs> that's right. cool. And then other ones, I'm just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, they're all just kind of lame. And apparently there's, like, a throwback to, oh, they reference something, and I, oh, God, I forgot it. They reference a game in one of their missions. Um, even the character's name. Oh, from Dragon Age. That's who it was. One of the characters is named like um, Alistair Colon or something like that. Or Colin Alistair. And that's like the name of the guy from Dragon Age. And it's, it's, hmm. it's a direct like reference to Dragon Age. Which is cool. And, it, and I was like, oh, that's, that's neat. And then... It made me think about how Monster Hunter has, like, Monster Hunter, uh, which one? Rise. Has a quest that is line for line one of Macho Man Randy Savage's, like, Oh, I saw that. Speeches. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> but I thought that was cool. Anyways, what, how, how are you finding yourself with Outriders? Uh, I like, so I like the story. I do agree that it's nonsense. Um, but it's fun to follow along with the nonsense, I've found. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it is that gameplay. It is the use the powers, run in there with your guns, get new loot, change it out, uh, see how the loot uh, updates your abilities and all that stuff. It mm-hmm. It's a very, very fun gameplay loop. And I really like the world tier system, uh, which allows you... It was funny, I read there was some review that was like, this game's really hard. Like, it's way too hard. And I'm like, you can change the difficulty at any time. Like, what... And it tells you, it encourages you to do it. Uh, the world tier system, so like you'd level up a bar to get to the next world tier, which levels up the enemies, but they drop better loot, etc. Yeah. So you could drop that down, and then the enemies aren't as leveled up. And I've done that for a couple encounters, right? Where I don't want to do this. Let's just let's tone it down. There's a couple boss fights, uh, especially when you're playing solo. The boss fights don't feel very balanced for solo. They, yeah. they'll like target you with their attack that does like over half your health and they only have you to target. So they're just constantly trying to hit you with it and it could become oh, wow. uh, very frustrating. There's a fight, I guess, towards the middle. I don't know where it is in the game. Not the first uh, volcano fight, boss fight, but there's another fight after that. It's like, this dude is super annoying because he just can shoot you with like a Kamehameha and <laughs> hit you in the face and now you have no life left. Um. But anyway, I really enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I I would have played more, but I'm playing other things. Yeah. Super, so I'm level 20, World Tier 7. Uh, I just upgraded one of my machine guns to like a higher tier, added another thing to it. It's a lot of fun. It is, it is so much fun, I think, to just the shooting feels good. It feels yeah. good to run in there with your powers, keep using them. A lot of the cooldowns aren't super long. So you can just power through. It's not like, well, I I did my turret. Now I got to wait a minute before I can do the turret again. Uh, They do a really nice job of of that. And having three abilities at 
at a time and being able to swap them out and how the abilities change with different um, weapon mods and things. Really cool. And even stuff like uh, the weapon mods that affect not your abilities, but just the gun. It's like, I have this gun that has um, an explosion will go off on the first shot. Like every two seconds, an explosion will go off as you're firing it. So it's just a machine gun and there's random explosions with it too. It just makes it a lot more fun. Oh, Okay. Uh, really cool abilities. I, I I think we should play it someday. I don't know. I'll start a new character. We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I want to get back to playing it. I I heard there's a bug right now where your inventory can get deleted or you lose progress or something. Right. I don't know which uh how that works. Yeah. I I it just seemed like people were losing progress. Which I was like, well, maybe I should wait a little bit before I get back. I in. haven't had but... anything about that. And what people are losing is their inventory. Right. Um, yeah. But every time I go into my inventory, like you'll finish a fight, right? And then you and go into your inventory, and then you, I will, I will look through it. If I don't need it, I'll dismantle it right there. So I never have anything in my inventory. So I'm mm, not okay. sure if it's ever been wiped or not. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, yeah, you're just used to not having anything. In yeah, there. I'm used to not having because I'll go in there and just immediately get rid of shit if I if it's garbage. Why would I keep yeah. it? So I think if you play like that. I don't think people are losing thing they, things they have equipped. So if you just play like that, you should have no problem. Okay. I mean, I why I'll are you keeping shit? In. Who's keeping shit around? I don't know. I, don't know. I, I kept one weapon because I might need it, but... There, there's like one gun I kept because I was like, well, I like the way this feels, and it's just a little bit weaker than this other one, so maybe I'll keep it and then like upgrade it. Later, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's possible. But you're yeah. also level 11, so maybe you should just keep going. Yeah, I just wanted to mess around with the crafting a little bit just so I oh, kind of right. understood it better. And then from there, I'm kind of like, like, I, I think I messed around with one thing and I'm like, I don't care <laughs> right now. Like most of the better items I'm going to get anyway from like loot drops are going to be better than what I'm crafting. So I'll just go. Right. Yeah. The crafting is really cool. Super. I think this game does a great job of like a lot of the little systems around the core game, like like the crafting and when you dismantle guns you'll get those mods and then you can use those mods in any in the crafting like it's yeah. it's a really really good loop that doesn't feel uh punishing to the player it, it wants you to do this it wants you to have a mod library of everything and pick and choose your build and all that it's really cool yeah cool mm-hmm mm-hmm um mm-hmm Tell me about 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Rim. Yeah. Jeez, fucking weird-ass name. Um, so I'm 26 hours into this, as I wrote down. Uh, I'm nearing the end. Uh, n- okay. Nearing the end. I don't know. I, f- maybe five hours left. Maybe a little more. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell. Um, I think if this game had... If I'd played this last year. It did come out last year. If I played it last year... It's possible that I would have put it as my game of the year. Um, okay. It's possible. I, I might have still put Last of Us over it. I think this is one of the best games on the PS4, uh, hands down. If you like anime at all, I don't know why you didn't play it yet. Uh, but if you like <laughs> sci-fi, specifically sci-fi stories, play this fucking game. It is every sci-fi story all going on at once. You get to pick each you know this is 13 different characters and it will you can't just play through one 
in like a straight line um it'll it'll block them off and like oh you got to play this person's event so you can go over here but I've been playing it where I play this person and then I move to another one, then I move to another one, then I move to another one, and having their all all their stories progress at the same time and how they interact, and you'll get these moments where I was playing as this one character and he's stuck in this loop and he can't get out of it, and then he realizes like someone's forcing him into it, like he's in like a like in a chair and they're doing experiments on him basically. And he's, oh, that's how he's stuck in this loop. And he figures that out and he talks to him and then he gets thrown back into the loop. And then within the loop, he talks to other people that break him out of this loop. And you'll be playing as some other character's story. And you'll get to a moment where, oh, I'm playing as the other character talking to this person in the loop. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, and other, other little moments like that, like the, as I near the end, right? Yeah. More and more of those moments start to appear where like, oh, that's what this person was doing. And, and that's this scene with that person. And it's really fucking cool. It, it, the way it it does its story is so smart uh, at every turn. I mean, 20 hours into the game, I shouldn't be getting like, oh, my God, like every hour that shouldn't be happening. <laughs> but it, it literally yeah. does every hour. There's some like really cool twist or plot change to it. It is such an amazing experience. I, I, I've loved it. Um, it. It reminds me of binge watching a show, I guess, where I'll switch to, I'll switch around with all these characters and it's like next episode, next episode for you, next episode for you. And it's yeah. almost like if you never saw any of the MCU movies and you're just like, okay, here's 20 movies for me to watch. That's, yeah. that's what it feels like. And, and they all interact with each other and, and the story is just bonkers. I, I talked about it last week where it's, it's just every sci-fi thing at once. And it somehow pretty much works. Like there's some of it where I'm like, ah, eh, that doesn't, I don't really like that. But and then like other things will change and you'll see these characters and, and there are character reveals. Cause like, it's hard to talk about without spoilers, but there's people in this game that aren't who they say they are, but then there are people who are who they say they are, but they're on like a different timeline. Hmm. And it's, it's, it's so cool. Like if constant, constant, uh, just cliffhanger, exciting moments. Uh, I really have started to enjoy the combat and the strategy kind of element of that. It's still pretty easy and I am going for the platinum, um, which should be, at thirty percent of the people have the platinum who've played the game. Oh, jeez! It's a very, it's very easy okay. to. That's a that's a gimme. <laughs> that, that it's a gimme, but it's gonna take some grinding at the end. But it's pretty yeah. much yeah, it's a it's a gimme. Uh, cool. But a lot of fun. I've I cannot recommend Thirteen Sentinels enough. It is one of the best games on the PS4, hands down. Um, in terms of exclusives, yeah, like you, ha- it's so good. It's so good. Uh, I would be playing more of it today. But I played like eight hours yesterday. I feel like, maybe not, oh, wow. maybe not that much. But I played yeah. a lot yesterday, and I'm, I'm gonna take a take a break because I really like just having more of the game. I want to have more of it, uh, and I'm excited to see how the the plot ends up. I am worried that it's gonna tie everything up, and it's not gonna make sense. <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah. I, I am worried. Like, okay, well, I gotta go to the internet, and uh, what the fuck happened <laughs> exactly? Because there's what just happened here. Because uh, I I won't go spoil it but like there's timeline like different time periods right yeah 
And then there's people within time loops also. And they're moving around independently of all this stuff. So it gets really complicated in terms yeah, of... Yeah, that sounds complicated as all. Yeah, and th- there's these people like, oh man, there's this reveal where it's like, oh, that person doesn't exist. <laughs> like, fuck, that person didn't exist. And I thought they existed for 20 hours. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no. And then this other reveal is like, oh yeah, you're the only person who can see that person. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. And like, even though, because I, then I talked about nanomachines last last week the reveal that there are nanomachines in this just changes how you think about everything in the fucking game and transplanting uh ai into different bodies and androids oh my god it's so fucking cool i keep hitting this uh it's so good i can't say enough good things about it and art i haven't even mentioned it the art is beautiful it doesn't look like pixel art or anything it looks like like paintings like watercolor not watercolor but you know what i'm saying like that kind of a light color palette of watercolors um yeah paintings it, it is beautiful it's such a good game i love it so good awesome you're making me want to play it it's so good i think you'd really like it you like anime you like persona i do love me some anime. i mean it's, it's right there i get it and it's probably going to be like probably 30 hours to beat it. It's not a super long thing. See that? That sounds good to me. That's the what I'm time. saying. And I'm going, the for the, time it I'm going for the platinum, like trying to do extra shit. And I'm trying to piece together things. If you just wanted to run through it. Yeah. Easy 30 hours. Cool. So good. Tell me All about right. this, this little wood thing you got. I want to know oh, what that gosh. means. <laughs> little wood, a game that gave me a little wood. Great. Um, so it's I've seen advertisements for this game like all over Steam, all <laughs> on, over my on Switch, Pornhub. No, not quite. Although it might <laughs> yeah, might show funny. up there now, um, because it's it's like you like Stardew Valley, so you might like this. Oh sure, you know it's one of those things. That so I sense. see it all the time. Everywhere I go, it's like recommended. So I finally took the dive and got it because I was like, hey, I'm going on a trip. Might need something to play on the plane. And it's perfect for that. It's it's basically a story of you are a hero who has saved the world already. And you wake up in town, your old town, which was basically completely destroyed by whatever you're the dark wizard you were fighting. And you wake up, you don't really remember anything. So there's only like a couple people in town that know you and they're like trying to they slowly start reminding you of stuff from the past as you help rebuild your village and so it's got the normal loop of like uh chop down trees to get wood and then turn those into planks and then you you know use the pickaxe to to get stone which then you turn into brick you use these items to craft buildings you get so there's this marketplace where you sell stuff that you find because you you can like catch bugs you can fish you can um find like rare stones and stuff like that while you're mining and as you sell stuff at the marketplace, people come and visit. You get to meet new people. They might give you recipes for new crafting things, for cooking, or they might in general just give you like a quest. So you're just kind of like progressing through the game by crafting um, whatever, like at first is like you craft whatever they tell you to craft. At a certain point, 
you can put a desk in each person's house that you've crafted a house for. And then they, when you go to their desk, each person has a list of items that they want you to complete. Like, oh, I want my house to be 16 spaces away from the tavern. So then you, you can actually like go into edit mode and move their stuff around. So that part's pretty cool. Like the, the game itself, it's just like a pleasant, calm game. It doesn't have like this, like, uh, it, it still has like, oh, you'll run out of energy for the day or the time's up and your character's going to fall asleep like Stardew Valley does. But you don't lose anything when you fall asleep in the middle of a cave. Oh, okay. Or if you get hurt enough to where like you're out of the cave, you don't lose anything. Um, the time constraint on it doesn't seem that like crazy because there's not really anything like pressuring you. You can kind of just go through a whole day of fishing and then that's it. Nothing's wasted because nothing really progresses forward until you go and progress it. Mm. Where Stardew Valley continues to like their lives go on without you. Yeah. So, but I've enjoyed it. It's a cool little game. Um, I've probably got like four or five hours into it and I'm going to definitely put a lot more cause it's on the switch. So I can just kind of like lay in bed and play it pretty nice. Yeah. I would have put a lot more had my switch not been dead on oh. my flight, but um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. If I think if anybody likes Stardew Valley um, or like, I guess any sort of farming fun game, like harvest moon, things like that, animal crossing, whatever, yeah. you'll probably enjoy this and it's like it used to be like 30 bucks and now it's like 15 bucks so it's totally worth it cool little game it's on pc it's on ps i don't know if it's on ps4 actually but it's on switch for sure and yeah great little game <laughs> little little wood <laughs> um tell me about cozy grove okay sit here uh, so, uh, well, we did get a code for this. This is the we did from Pop, Pop Agenda. Agenda. Thank right. you, Pop Agenda. Yeah. Um. So this is like an Animal Crossing kind of game, where you check in every day. And see what your little cozy grove is doing. You're a little cozy scout. I don't know if that that's what they're called, but uh, <laughs> you're like a little scout troop person who got sent to an island. And there's ghosts there, but they're like cute ghosts, and you're kind of helping them do weird little things. Um, I've played maybe three, like three days update on this. Okay. <laughs> God bless you. And I'm allergic to the game. Um, He's allergic. I would have played a lot more. Uh, the problem is I was playing 13 Sentinels. <laughs> uh, right, right. And 13 Sentinels is amazing. And, and then also I'm playing Outriders. So I do want to play more of this, and I do like where it is, where it's going. Where it's just super chill, kind of. Let me go over here, and I can put a little uh, light fixture or whatever. And this little camp, I like the aesthetic of camping and outdoorsy stuff. Yeah. And when you help the ghosts, it like the art style is very plain until you help the ghost, and that area kind of expands outward, and you, oh. it gets filled in and colored in and all that. Um. I'm still wondering if there's like more to it and I don't know. So I probably should, you know, play more as it develops. Yeah. Right. Um, but it doesn't seem like I can do anything to the environment, like chop down trees or, or anything like that. Um, there was like this bush I was able to destroy, but besides that, there's just a bunch of trees that are, I feel like are in the way. Uh, but the, the Island kind of rearranges itself every day also. Oh, interesting. So, yeah, it's not, hmm. it's the same, but not exactly the same, uh, from what I understand. And 
so you'll just wander around and people will give you little things like, oh, I lost my whatever, or I need to deliver the mail. So there's ghost mail I need to find, and there's three letters on the island somewhere. And, and it's kind of just like a seek and find almost, like a Where's Waldo type of deal. And that's cool. I'm not good at Where's Waldo. Um, this one person wanted me to find five uh, feathers. Oh, jeez. And it really, with the art style, it is very difficult to tell what's pickupable and interactable. Mm. Uh, it, there, there was uh, like just stuff on the ground um, on the beach, and I thought it was just stuff. But it turned out I could pick the shells up, and I didn't know that until I just accidentally tried. And I was like, oh, I could pick that up. Because it does not look like, it's not like Animal Crossing, where it's like, that very obviously should not be there. There's other yeah. shit on this beach, and it's all cluttered, so it, it really feels like, where's Waldo? Like, oh, oh, there's a shell there. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't even, didn't even see it. It's right there. Or, or the feathers, or little mounds of dirt that you can dig in to find other items. Uh, it, I, I just find a very hard time finding things. Sometimes, like, oh, this is by the this is by the beach. I'm like, I can't see fucking anything, <laughs> and and I like it kind of goes against the chill nature of the game for me. It's like I I'm missing one feather. I don't know where it is. And like I'm just done for the day. You know what? I can't find this feather. Um, yeah, I do like it. I just hope it the whole game isn't. Can I find shit on the ground? Because yeah. it, which I would enjoy. I would actually very much enjoy that. Uh. Except I can't see anything because like the art style is really good, but most of the time it's not colored in yeah. like I was mentioning. And then when it's not colored in, it's really hard to see stuff and it also doesn't look good. So it's not appealing to look through. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just think it needs, it needs like in a resident evil game where the items kind of have that glint of light on them. Oh it yeah. It needs yeah. something like that on things I can pick up. Maybe not that like big flashing light, but yeah. something because I can't see shit on this ground. And I was, I ran, there was one time I was just running around doing whatever. And then I ran by this one thing I'd walked by probably five times. It's like, Oh, there's a leaf here. I need, I didn't even see it. Like it's just too easy to miss stuff. And I feel like it, it goes against the calm nature of the game to yeah. be just like really frustrated that I can't find shit. And I granted, I can talk to the one cute bear ghost who will give me, like, for 100 coins, he'll tell me where something is. But that's a lot of coins. Like, I don't have... I have maybe 5,000 coins, which sounds like a lot. Yeah. But, like, to upgrade your stash and stuff is thousands of coins. And I'm not going to spend 100 coins because I can't find this feather. Maybe I'll find it tomorrow. I don't know. And, like, I don't also don't know if it's behind a tree. Because there's yeah. fucking trees everywhere. And I can't get rid of the trees. <laughs> so, like, I want to get rid of the trees. I want to see where it goes. Um, and it is, there's, there's something to this, but it's tough to compete with two games that I'm really, really enjoying and would rather spend my time with. And it's also like a spend 30 minutes every day playing game anyway. So it's going to take that. That's what it's meant to be. uh, It it seems like in their description for it, it was like a, a game that you check on every day. You don't play a whole right, lot of it. Right. You just kind of check in on things. No. Um, I was listening to the Giant Beast cast, and Alex on there talked about how it compares. It reminded him a lot to Spirit Fair. Okay, yeah. Um, which is really good. Um, and it sounds a lot like that, where you're like talking to ghosts and like doing stuff for them. It seems like, like mm-hmm. you're 
run around. You're picking stuff up off the floor, but yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Well, I'm interested in seeing how it goes. Um, I haven't heard much else about it other than that, so. Well, I'm going to keep. I'm gonna keep playing it for sure. Um, because after Outrider, after Thirteen Sentinels, I'm done with my PlayStation. So then I'll just be on my PC and I can focus on chuck it out the window. On that, yeah, fucking <laughs> cool garbage. Well, let me give you my Dark Souls update. Yes, because I'm excited to talk about it. Because I think we might be pretty close to the end here. We are. So, we are. I went to the Crystal Caves. Got it. And was able to make it down to. Seth or Seath, right? Scaleless. Now this time he didn't just kill me. I beat the shit out of him. Good, you know, just cut his tentacles. He didn't kill me once, so boom, he was gone. Oh yeah, he's he's easier for sure. Yeah. So then I go to the Arno Londo ruins where all the ghost people are. Yeah. Now this time through, because this is my third time visiting this area. The first time it was just to get the uh, right. the item, the soul, yeah. the soul to like reinforce my Estus. The second time was because I wanted to get uncursed, so I wanted to go up to the guy that stands you on the roof. You went to him to get uncursed. I didn't. I couldn't make it to him. Okay, I was gonna say because of just like the constant bombardment of the ghost ladies. It's difficult. So this time, freaking breeze. You know, because I'm so leveled up and right. my sword's leveled up that one swipe, they're dead. So it was easy to just group them all up, have them all come after you at one point and just oh. like, whoosh. Yeah. And so I got through that part. I got the I got the key to like pull, twist the lever to open up the dam or whatever to let the water out. Oh, the door, yeah. I got my ring for the abyss. So I went down that long ass stairwell. The first time, I didn't have it on, so I just fell to my death. God damn it. <laughs> Second time, I did have it on. Okay. And that's because I went and read the description. Because I didn't realize, I'm like, oh, here, this makes sense. Right. And I fought the four kings, killed them. Wow. All that, right. one, that one was actually quite easy. Really? Um, okay. Yeah, I just kept running up to them, and then I would just do the, the circle. Yeah, okay. We circle around them, and they hit me a, a few times here and there, but I probably only used like three or four Estus That's for that That's pretty fight. good. It was really good. Yeah. Hmm. And so from there, I went back to Firelink, Firelink Shrine, and I think I go through... The next part said something about Valley of the Drakes, I think, when I was like... Because I looked at the guide, and I was like, because I don't know where the fuck to go next, so... Oh, okay. Well, I, I was like, well, that. I think it's Valley of the Drakes, but then it's like this whole other area. That's not where you should go. Okay, cool. So I just left them... I left myself at Firelink Shrine. I figured I'd save the rest maybe for the next Dark Souls stream, because I think we're like right near the end. We're very close. I can give you some stuff to do to like get... Update the Estus three times. Yeah. And up, okay. upgrade your weapon, and that'd be the only stuff you could do before the next stream, and then we could finish it next week. Okay, I could probably go after. Some, I could probably pull up a list and go after some of those to reinforce. Yeah, this the Estes flash shards. You have one in the Duke's archives that you should have got a key for that we kind of were talking about last time we did it. Okay. Um, and then there's there. two other ones that are pretty easy to get. Um, you have to it, let me know which ones those are. Yeah, I'd have to look up a list. So okay, next time you play, just tell me. Cool. I did. I did get my sword up to I think five plus five. Okay, yeah, that, that I did should be max. It. Yeah, I think so. Okay. And then I'm wearing all of my all of my black 
knight iron armor or whatever. So I did switch my armor around. I'm like level 84, 85. That seems about right, I think. Yeah, it's pretty high. Pretty good. But yeah, I'm I'm loving that game, man. It's, it's uh, really good. Yeah. I could see myself replaying it too, so it's it's pretty fun. You're at the end. You're at the it's end. Pretty fun. And then Resident Evil 7. Finally. I'm going to start that uh, after Outriders. So, okay. perfect time. All right. Um, that's it. Do I have any? Yeah. Do I have any other games? I'm trying to think. I did. Um. So I I didn't do the fighter pass thing because I had already purchased like separate fighters, which is not the smartest way to do it. No. Which is fine because now when I look at the list of like fighters left to buy, it's like three, and I it's three that I don't really care to buy. Right. So over time, I've just like bought them, but I bought um I think it was Priya and the other lady. Pyra Bethraya. Pyra and Mithra. Mithra? I don't know. Mithra. Um, who else did I buy? Forgot who else I bought, but I'm looking to maybe kick up some Super Smash Bros. again and play a little bit with the new characters I got. Did I get Banjo? I might have got Banjo. That might have been an accident. Banjo's good. I don't know. I don't have love for Banjo the way other people do. That's fine. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, that's that's it for games. We played anything yes. anything else you want to add nah i'll talk about anything else next week cool all right well ben i think that'd be a perfect time to wrap it up Ba-ba-ba-da. so thanks again to all the listeners all the new followers people subbing to the podcast channels where you can find us on spotify on stitcher on apple on google podcast services you can also head over to the gamefanatics.com look for us there uh make sure you have a chance to follow us on twitch we're trying to hit 130 we're five followers away so we can get some drunk souls going on but also we would love for you guys to join us in chat whenever we record the show or play any games live so look out for that notification or just look out for the tweets coming from my twitter at the joelness usually because i forget to tweet them from the at final check pod account <laughs> so my bad um but yeah that's going to do it for us this week. Thanks again, everybody. Make sure you check out the old episodes as well. There's a lot of good guest episodes that I highly recommend, as well as some spoiler casts, uh, including Fire Emblem Three Houses and um, The Last of Us Part Two. That's it for me. Ben, any last words? Uh, nah. That's good. Nah. Nah. <laughs>